Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Steam storms... And watch out for homebrew or homegrown development in the tropics. This is Weather Insider from Monday, July 6. We are at episode 351. I hope everybody had a fabulous Independence Day and Independence Day weekend. We are slowly but surely closing in on what I call the doldrums of the tropical season. The doldrums of the tropical season uh, occur generally from mid-July to mid-August. And the reason why is that uh, during this time, it's very difficult to get tropical systems to develop. Now, early on in the season, you don't typically get tropical develop development coming out of the deep tropics. Not typically. There are exceptions, of course. Cristobal uh, formed because of this large counterclockwise circulation in the Northwest Caribbean. We see that happening. But most of the other storms that have formed, including Edward, which was the the earliest east storm that we've seen, although I have to uh, I have to make sure that I talk about how uh, probably back before the satellite era, this system would have never been named. And in fact, a lot of these systems would have never been named maybe 15, 20 years ago. But nonetheless, Edward was the earliest east storm that we've seen. The previous record was July 11th in 2005. But most of these storms have been formed from what? Homegrown development. That is upper level lows or frontal boundaries. You get development along the east coast of the United States or in the Gulf of Mexico from these upper lows and fronts that get stuck, what I call them jet stream disturbances. Now, as we get in the mid and late July and early August, as the jet stream lifts north, you don't have the interaction then between the jet stream and the tropics. You don't get these fronts getting down into the tropics. You don't get these upper level lows. So you lose that way of forming tropical systems. And then the other way is what you would think traditionally you would get. That is tropical waves coming off Africa. But right, uh, what we typically see in the tropics during July and early August, too much Saharan dust, dry air. And in fact, we have a very vigorous tropical wave moving toward the Lesser Antilles. And in fact, I was talking with our hurricane expert, Dan Katlowski, and he said this is the strong, strongest tropical wave he's seen all season. And while there's not much shear or strong winds in the middle and upper part of the atmosphere in the tropics, there's a lot of dry air. And at this point, we think that the dry air will prevent that tropical wave from developing. Now, all of this leads to, guess what we have across the southeastern part of the United States? an upper level low. It's across Mississippi. And south of that upper low, there's already been an area of lower pressure in the northeast Gulf of Mexico. We talked about this all last week. Now, what's going to happen, though, is this upper low in Mississippi isn't going to be heading into the Gulf of Mexico. In fact, it's going to move north-northeast. So that area of low pressure, I just don't think it has enough oomph 
to form because that upper low is not going to be moving into the northeast Gulf of Mexico. It's going to be moving across parts of the South Carolina. But by Wednesday night and Thursday, I think that energy gets off the Carolina coast, and that's where you have to watch out. That's where you can get that area of low pressure, which is in the northeast Gulf, to reform off the Carolina coast. Water temperatures are in the lower 80s. Now you have that upper level energy, that 500 millibar upper level low, uh, upper level low at about 14, 15,000 feet getting off the coast. Then you get more showers and thunderstorms to form, and then you start the process of tropical development. So that's what we have to look out for. I don't think anything happens until late Wednesday or Thursday and it's off the southeast coast of the United States. Then you watch this area of low pressure to develop. It's going to slowly drift northward. And as we get a dip in the jet stream across the central part of the United States, that means the upper or steering flow comes in out of the south. So that area of low pressure, there's room for that to come right up the mid-Atlantic coast. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. Now, this could be a tropical depression. It could be a tropical storm, or it could just be an area of low pressure that never really gets uh, into a tropical feature, but there's showers and thunderstorms with it. So the rule of thumb is, as we go through this week, it is going to get, uh, we're going to see a better probability for showers and thunderstorms from Virginia all the way up toward New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and perhaps in the southern New England. Now, until then... Heat, heat, humidity. It is steamy across the Northeast and the Midwest. Rounds of thunderstorms. Look out in Philadelphia Monday evening. There's also going to be a belt of thunderstorms across the Dakotas and Minnesota. They've seen days of severe weather. Well, they're going to see that again Monday evening, Tuesday evening, and Wednesday evening. And as I mentioned in the Northeast, steamy, steamy, with an increasing chance of thunderstorms as we go through the week. Also, daily rinse and repeat thunderstorms, I call them, across the southeast. That is, the thunderstorms form, they diminish during the nighttime, most of them, although we're going to keep thunderstorms along the Gulf Coast and perhaps uh, on Monday night across parts of Georgia and South Carolina. But they're mostly diurnal. That is, afternoon and evening, they're slow moving. and There can be some some localized flooding. The big story is let's watch out. Along the southeast coast of the United States, homegrown development because of an upper low. And you know, we never trust those. Make AccuWeather Daily a part of your daily routine. Enable the flash briefing and say, Alexa, what's my flash briefing? To access this content on Google Assistant, all you have to say is, hey, Google, talk to AccuWeather Daily. You'll get the top trending weather story of the day every day. 